Welcome to another episode of Knights at the Brown Table, a podcast with three Pacific Islanders sharing our views and the lens through which we see the world. I'm Sefa. I'm Sila. To the vast intergalactic space of the interwebs, it is the one and only the songstress, seamstress, mistress, mattress of the generation who has yet to do his ancestry DNA test. Still. It has only been a few months since this was gifted to me, but I still don't know where I am from. So please help me. Please find me a place to call home. Lamar, hi. <laughs> hello, hello. How are you doing today, guys? We're doing great. It's a Especially beautiful with Sabbath day. Here. Yes, <laughs> we have two special guests with us. So recently a video went viral on social media depicting a young child standing on a McDonald's counter throwing a thick shake at a worker. The child appears to continue arguing with the worker before climbing onto another counter. A man is then seen confronting the child, grabbing him by the front of his t-shirt and uses it to haul the youngster outside a second video linked to the incident shows the same child crying at uh, mcdonald's playground and bystanders saying shut your mouth you're being a little animal another laughing yelling crackhead the caption of this video is this kid doesn't get hidings at home i don't know who needs to hear this but discipline your kids otherwise someone else will so we decided to invite two guests tango maile is a talented young tongan woman that was born in the northern beaches and is currently living in inner west sydney she is a hospitality team leader and her goals are to open a restaurant slash cafe one day and travel the world let's do this <laughs> and our second guest uh niomai gummy is a beautiful Tongan mother of four living in Western Sydney. She is an executive assistant to heads of school and her goal is to make a difference in the world by using her God-given talent and abilities. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Yeah, so we wanted to invite you guys to give us some insight as to what were your thoughts on the video itself. So when you saw it, what were your initial reactions? So when I first, I was... Just on the train going to work and it just all of a sudden like my newsfeed just kept popping up with the videos and my cousin was like tagging me in it. And then I opened the video and I didn't read her message or anything. I just watched the video. First I was thinking, oh yeah, maybe he's being, you know, naughty and stuff. And then all of a sudden then I realized, oh actually no, no, no. He's, there's something happening with him. Like he's actually got something like a problem, like situation that's happening to him. Mm. And so... Then when I saw the part where the guy grabbed him and chucked him on the floor, that's mm-hmm. when I was like, oh, okay, yep, nah, that's not right. Like, mm-hmm. I, my whole body was shaking. Like, mm-hmm. I was trying so hard not to, like, do any sort of reaction on the train because, like, I don't want to get a fine. <laughs> you know? Because, <laughs> like, my mask was there. You're like, tango, you know how <laughs> Exactly. And I was like... <laughs> yeah. I was, like, hyperventilating. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, like... I held off for a bit because I really wanted to like comment and like share it and stuff at that time. Mm. But because like I didn't want that to ruin my work day as well. Mm. After that, when I got home and I kept watching and I found the second video, which was when they were calling him a crackhead and animal and all that stuff. And I'm just like, what kind of like people would say that to a child? If you see a mm. child who is like really in distress, like you wouldn't yeah. do that. Like, you would at least try and help them to calm down, mm. right? At least call the cops or someone who, you know. But no, they just kept continuing to belittle him. And I was mm. just like, no, nah, I'm not having it. And so I ended up, um, when I saw the video, I just ended up commenting it. and then. But just... you commented in a really good way. Mm. Because yeah. um, I, I reached out to Tango when I saw she was commenting on, 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 on the video. And I loved how you were writing. Because you were writing it in such a polite 
understanding ways. What were some of the responses that you saw to your comments? Some of the responses were like pretty rude, swearing at me. There was some that I was shocked to see their comment because some of them are actually educators. Mm. Yeah. Wow, I cannot believe I have two autistic brothers. Now I, I should be worried when they go to programs and stuff. They yeah. should actually feel safe with them, yeah. with yeah, their exactly. educators, not finding out on social media. There's some people out there that just like, yeah, yeah I'll do the same to my mm-hmm. child or to do the same if like they had a disability and stuff. Well, for me, it was um, Tango's cousin too, Bella, shared it to me. And it was early in the morning and, you know, wisdom teeth problems. Bonjella does the trick. You know, all that neurofin crushed and rubbing it on the gums. And because I was away, I thought, what is this? I had, I, ha- I had to take a couple of moments to rewatch it. I think the old me, three, you know, three years prior to working in a school, I would have reacted immediately. It would have hit a nerve. I got really upset, started ranting on all my social media platforms. But ever since working in a school, first, okay, hold on a second. Let me see the footage. Let me look at this and then let me ask the questions. Mm -hmm. Because you've got to be able to ask the right questions. What's done in the video, of course, I don't condone it at all. I actually saw the ending of where the kid was sitting up in the slide, Mm -hmm. in the play equipment. And they were taunting him. And I thought, why are you taunting him? Just leave him alone. You, you know, like, but why? Yeah, because yeah. I didn't see the first okay. one. Then I went and I followed all the, you know, because yeah. everyone was hashtag at Polly's mm-hmm. underscore TikToks. Yeah. Yeah. And then people were hashtagging, you know, this thing. And I thought, and they're reposting, reposting. I thought, okay, I need to find the source of the original. So I actually went back and found the person who uploaded it. Mm-hmm. So he's the author, right? Because yeah. he's got the whole thing exactly. on his life. Yeah. And, you know, Bella, God bless her, when she sent it to me, she goes, this is the profile. And I'm asking Bella, she goes, oh, I don't know, sis. So I went back and did all this investigation, found <laughs> it, found the guy's Insta. I'm not going to plug him here. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> found out, you know, the original author, found out which rugby club he plays for what's his coach's name <laughs> the new gym he joined all the people he was tagging yeah. apps man they're amazing downloaded yeah. the whole video yeah from beginning to end mm. with everything in there with all the little people he tagged as mm-hmm. well so i have yeah. that on evidence Good. we are living in a day and age where nothing is once it's once it's, yeah. it's yeah. hidden once it's out there and man i then i got really cranky because i thought come on man he's got an ice cream smeared yeah. across this glass window pane and he's finger painting not like drawing stars and writing my name mm-hmm. or like breathing there and going you know oh hi normal uh, developing children will just do a little picture and Which be gone yeah. yeah or they don't draw with pay with you know fluid on a I window yeah. yeah they draw with a pen and a paper on a desk yeah. because in the same video right they're having a youth meeting they were at a youth meeting. Oh, wow. oh, they were so sitting okay. around okay. having a youth meeting <laughs> at Macca's. And then they started laughing going, hey, look at this kid. Like, look at him. That's really so it's sad. a church thing. They, they were there to talk about church. Wow. And then they're there doing this. You see, this is why I didn't want to react. These people are church guys. What? Hold on again. Hold, yeah. hold. These people say they love Jesus. Um... <laughs> You Especially mean the in the nightclub or the like, you know, like the bio The bio says, God's John 3, chapter 6. <laughs> Is that the only Bible verse you know? It's like, I think everyone knows it. Oh my God. Yeah. You know they got a tattoo on this Okay, well now what can you do? What can I do? In my position, in my reality, what can I do to help this kid? In working in a school, 
all employees, whether they're uh, teaching staff or non-teaching staff, even if they're the people who mow the lawns, they are mandatory reporters. Mm -hmm. So child protection law calls us that if we see any neglect, abuse towards children, minors, or anyone for that matter, we have to report it. And we don't wait. if you fail to report, you're liable as well. Yes, we're liable. So I thought to myself, okay, now this is a conscious thing. Am I liable because it's not a school kid? Or no, but I'm liable to God first and he's given me this and i've seen it how how can i fix this how can i contribute to help what this situation diffuse or help us not do it again the other thing that came to me is that kid could have died when he was what they call ragdolled off that counter Mm -hmm. onto the floor and then like kind of kicked to the playground door i thought tell me now he doesn't have a bruise a broken bone freak man this is not good how can we condone violence and say it's discipline at the cost of this young boy's yeah. life? And it's and not he, even his kid. No. And yeah, he exactly. wasn't even talking. Exactly. And he the wasn't even wasn't talking. talking. He was basically The just manager like, was yeah. like this and he was like, Ugh! Yeah. Yeah. Ugh! He was making sounds. sounds. He wasn't yeah. even speaking. The, when did they go from zero to wannabe hero yeah. and say, I'm going to fix this? Mm. How? Because mm. I think it was by God's grace that that kid survived. Yeah. And even today, I still think about that kid. And I'm like, even though it was three, four weeks ago, like, yeah, where is still, he? Yeah. Is he hurt? Is there damage? Yeah. Has he been ragdolled so many times that this kid would think this is normal? normal. Or what about the other people yeah. walking around thinking they were hot shots? Like, thinking that it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But also, they need to remember that sometimes you never know. When you chuck someone down on the floor like that, you never know. Because with autism... There are some kids that actually yes. have seizures, yeah. Yeah. which is one of my brother. My brother has um, seizures as well. It's very, very mm. dangerous for that guy to chuck that kid like that. Yeah. And I don't care what everyone says, like, oh, but he wasn't a chuck. Like, literally, it was a chuck. It was. Yeah. It was. He was tossed. Yeah. yeah. And so something that I noticed was quite a few people were saying, you don't even know if he's autistic. But the thing when I first saw the video, I was just like, regardless, this child is acting out, talk to him. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it does not mean that you can, like you yes. said, ragdoll yeah. this child. Mm. These are people that are supposed to be Christian yeah. who were having a youth meeting in a McDonald's and it went from Holy Ghost fire to... <laughs> 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 From collecting the tithes and offering to smacking a kid, like you exactly. I feel like, oh my gosh, wash your hands, man. COVID safety. Practice what you preach. Yeah, wash your hands. Where is your mask? My gosh, where's your brain? Like in this whole thing, seriously. Like you know, we look at him like. And these kids, you know, it's all the young kids. Yeah, you got what you got. And yeah, I'm like, like oh, ah, you need to hide but, And then you think, eh, but when you get you it, get it again. <laughs> 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 I won't do it again. <laughs> you see it a lot within our yes, culture because yeah. we're very critical of our own culture, but yes. I think it's a human thing. Yeah. Oh my you know gosh, what I mean? Like yeah. it's, we're not understanding of a situation yes. until we're, e- we're in it. Correct. Yeah. And I think so we hard. have a lot of self-righteousness. That's where that yeah. comes yeah. from. It's self-righteousness. Yeah. It's this whole, like, you know, seek your own mantra, you know, find out, <laughs> <laughs> seek your such a soul, like, and you're like, um, hold on a second. Seek this. It's all this, like, and I felt that those kids who were writing those yeah. comments, yeah. I'm going to call them kids, because yeah. they're, you know, kids yeah, they're are learning. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. there were kids who were on these politic talks yeah. and yeah. did not know. Mm. 
Had that kid died though, come on, man. Yeah. Exactly. If we were in America and this had happened to a black kid and a white kid, yeah. come on oh, now. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. That's gonna like, even more and that's why, exactly. And I keep thinking, man, too much watching news over there. Exactly. And you come here and go, yeah. this is the island where, well, hello, we're in Australia. Exactly. <laughs> like, who walks around saying, yeah, this is Tonga, this is the <laughs> land of the. Of the a lot of the comments were like oh that kid got what he deserved that sort of stuff but it's not like he was holding a gun it was ice cream like yeah like when the situation needed to be stopped maybe you were angry at it i get it but but it was ice cream like let's look at the hypotheticals to what the worst case scenario yeah when i watched it through and i kept replaying it i was like okay i need to see exactly he slammed him on the floor so you could see the, the force because mm. it was yeah. one-handed yeah. and the kid was tossed with his shirt yeah. and on the floor and it was their feet pushing him yeah. to the door yeah. and then they were like, mm, like good on you. Like, yeah. Yeah. how is he doing something that's, you know, been a positive for our community? Yeah. Especially for us as Tongans, yeah. like we're, we're already... known as like the love caring, true. Yeah, so friendly, friendly island. island. Friendly yeah. island. Yeah. We that friendly to something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like sad to see mm. all these comments and everyone just like just. Mm. And the two sides is that the islanders that. that were there and took their action, and where were all the workers? Yeah, where mm. is the there manager? They left there. the poor girl at that the Macafe side at the yeah. barista. She's young. You can tell she's, you know, she's got the scared. blue on. Like, yeah, yeah, she's scared. She's like, yeah. don't do this. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, my gosh. Right there. Don't do this. Over there. Over there. Where are you? Oh, my gosh. Do you want two sugars with that coffee? What's the kid? You're like Lamar. Suddenly you're American. Are you American? You're from California? California? Yeah. Like, where was anybody there to help? I mean, thank, thankfully, you know, you got people like Tango and myself and yeah. you guys yeah. all the way on the other the side, side of the Australia. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Mandatory reporting. <laughs> Mandatory reporting, that's right. Something I do know is that sensory overload is something that can be common with um, yes. people who are on the spectrum. Yes. When I was younger, I went to church in Liverpool and we had a child okay. that was on the spectrum oh. and it became normalised in our church that he mm. was special. Yeah. So our bishop at the time, he yep. got, got him a special uh, worker. So the person that was their calling or their yep. role wow. was to be with, uh, wow. with that child. Really so when he would crawl under the pews, he would like, cause you know, yeah. we all wear yeah, skirts yeah. and dresses. Yeah. We would just laugh, but it's just normal. Yeah. Yes. It was just very normal yes. for us and it wasn't something that people, if ever he was in sensory overload yes. it was just normal for us to just be like okay then his worker would yeah. would take him so what is sensory overload and what are some things that you do when um, your loved one is in that sensory overload is kind of like the normal things the white noises that are mm-hmm. around us they, they to go into deep in like white noises you know the breeze outside yeah. Or the running of a washing machine, like white noises, mm-hmm. those sorts of things. For a child with autism, sensory overload is hearing those noises, mm-hmm. but at a thousand percent louder. Yeah, it can not just be audible; it's also visual. Mm-hmm. So if there's pictures or things that they they in their mind that picture is real, or that picture is it's it's bigger than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing even a dog or a small cat 
seeing animals, um, it, it just ampli it's amplified more. Yeah. Um, and they say that it, it has to do with their vestibular, which mm -hmm. is inside your ear. Mm -hmm. You know, when you walk backwards and forwards, yeah. you don't even think about your back foot being there. Mm -hmm. You know that your body can balance Autobody. itself. Yeah. But for autistic kids, their vestibular is not balanced. Mm -hmm. So they do this, yeah. stimming. My daughter does that a lot, yeah. flapping of the arms and the opening of the mouth yeah. um, regularly. Mm -hmm. And that is her trying to regulate herself, saying, oh my gosh, I really like this. Instead of, you know, how we say, wow, that's so good. Yeah. She doesn't have a way to do it. So it's like stimming and that sensory overload. Okay. Or even blocking her ears, for example, um, miniature animals. Mm -hmm. And the animal's mouth is not moving. Mm -hmm. But a normal parent would be like, oh, look at the cow. The cow goes moo. Yeah. For her, it's like, mm -mm. no. Yeah. Why are you saying moo when mm -hmm. the mouth is not moving? Yeah. Like their mind mm -hmm. is looking at minute sort of things. It's like, mm -hmm. this is a... Yeah. Yes, yes. And sensory overload looks like that. Okay. It's the same with my brothers as yeah. well. Especially with Joseph. Because like with him, he's very sensitive to sounds as well. Same as my other brother, Viliami. They're both sensitive to sound. But when it comes to being over hype mm. or if they like something as well, yeah, um, he does this thing where he clicks yeah, yeah. his fingers like this, oh, okay. or he would start shaking and he would just like start running around the house. And my brother Joseph has to come and stop him. Yeah, <laughs> that's their way of you know. Yeah, mm. could be textures as well. Yeah. yeah, feelings. They they give them um, toys now or like slime. It's, mm -hmm. it's a sensory thing. Kids who like to play slime. Yeah. yeah. So you know this slime like craze. They've mm -hmm. found people who really like it actually have a sensory need. Yeah. And that people are doing it's almost linked to how we communicate as well mm -hmm. our social cues like yeah. giving each other a hug yeah. a greeting like that's a sensory mm -hmm. fulfillment mm -hmm. so kids who have autism need that or they get it too much and okay. it has it so you'll see kids who walk around with headphones, headphones. Yeah. To, to block out the sound yeah. yeah yeah so if, uh, if we say there's someone maybe on the spectrum of autism what does that look like <laughs> <laughs> okay for me yeah. or for what my is your experience my experience yeah. so my my daughter my third child mary rose um has autism and if for me it was not speaking it was looking away i'd be right in front of her and her eyes will be elsewhere mm -hmm. and i'm speaking to her but she's not listening mm. i'm like what's going on here and even her way in responding to me is to point or to pull me she'd be re really attached to me because she knew that I'm trying to figure it out but towards her dad who was like why aren't you speaking or really like that island mentality yeah. he was like no she's got time out for you time out for you you know I'm like she, she didn't say how does this validate this validate a time out like you know give me the slipper right now like how is this helping yeah. the situation? Yeah. And for me, autism looks like a kid who doesn't know what you're saying. Mm. They don't register. You can walk in the room with anyone and they wouldn't even register it. Yeah. They're in their yeah. own world. Mm. All they know is the tip of their, their nose, yeah. really, mm. until you start to understand how to communicate with her in a way that she understands. Not yeah. the way that's best for me, yeah. which is speech, but the way that is best so she can process what mm -hmm. I'm saying. With my brothers, like, mm. when they were young, one of the ways that we noticed that my both my brothers didn't respond was peekaboo. When you do peekaboo, mm. instantly a child will start giggling yeah. and like all that. But for my brothers, they just they would just look at it and they'll just stare or they'll just look away. <laughs> yeah. And okay. so my mum, she knew there was something wrong with, like, yeah. there was something not right with my brothers. So obviously she mm. went and took them to the doctors and everything and finally found the right doctor and got them diagnosed. Also, just the non-verbal as well. Mm. It's hard, 
but when you teach them in a slow pace mm. of their understanding as well because yeah. they understand Tongan yeah they understand Tongan oh, they, really? yeah. Yeah. Okay. they understand Tongan yeah. like we tell them oh, if you gaya, they'll go, it, eat? Yeah. Yeah. yeah or my brother just runs up and just grabs the bunch of <laughs> loaf of bread and starts eating himself and I'm like mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah but they're very quick as well yeah so yes. non-verbal yeah. doesn't mean that they don't he- they, they don't understand it just means that commun- speaking yeah. is speaking, speaking form of speech yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Awesome. but they can communicate in other ways, ways. and yeah. what are some of those ways so one of them is sounds yeah. Yeah. Okay. well Mary Rose she can't socially converse mm-hmm. how we are right now mm-hmm. and you say hi how are you what's yeah. your name she can't do that but if you speak to her, she'll just repeat lines of movies. Mm-hmm. She'll repeat them over and over okay. again. Over and over again. Like, you know, parts from Shrek, you know. Yeah, or, my brothers, yeah. they love Shrek. Or parts they from love Toy Shrek. Story. Yeah, Toy yeah. Story as well. They love Disney movies. And, and she will repeat parts that are sad, like mm-hmm. there are emotive moments to express feelings. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a part in Charlie Brown, um, Charlie Brown, which is the peanut in Charlie yeah, Brown, yeah. the little dog Snoopy. Yeah. Um, where the girl is really upset because Charlie Brown doesn't like her back, yep. <laughs> and then and then she does Lucy, but I like I'm your friend, and she, Lucy's like, but I don't want to be your friend, you know, like some things like that. You know, she will repeat to us. I'm like, okay, so here I'm trying to understand what she's saying, and my husband's like, she's saying gibberish, like yeah. no one is saying. Myself and the um, my two older kids will sit and go, okay. She said this. Where did she hear it? We actually have to go and find out. And watch the scene. And watch the scene. What she's feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's also with one of my brothers, Joseph. He also does the Mm. same. Like, he copies things from the movies or from TV shows. Mm -hmm. And he's like, gets it straight on. Gets stuck in his brain. But his favorite character is, um, or actor is um, Mr. Bean. Oh, yeah. Oh, no way. He loves Mr. Bean. (laughs) I think the reason why he loves Mr. Bean is because he knows that Mr. Bean is also non-verbal. Yeah. And he could understand. There was one time, because Mr. Bean, you know, he does some things like a bit inappropriate. Yeah. Provocative. Yeah. Bit. Um, so, dear brother did one of those at school. And I was like, oh, no. Why? And the teacher's like, it's okay. Like, mm. is it? But is it really? Because I'm pretty sure your scars right now. But, I'm really yeah. curious yeah. which Mr. Bean scene. Oh, I don't, don't want to know. Mary Rose's favorite part is when he's singing in the church. She'll just repeat that. Yeah. One time she did it to it's on Netflix. It's called The Moon or New Over, Over the, the Moon. Yeah, she'll sing all the parts of it, and she will say, "Wish away, wish, wish away." Your mind. <laughs> and she's like this really chunky kid. And God forbid we stop yeah. her while she's doing this. You know, you have to let them. Finish express, it, yeah. express, and then that's one thing too. Like with autistic yeah. kids, they really show you how to enjoy life. Sharing is a little bit of a thing with siblings. Yeah. <laughs> you mean like sharing, sharing, possessions? yeah, possessions yeah. because yeah. they feel like, no, well, this is mine, and I'm yeah. not done with it. Yeah. yeah, Mary Rose oh, will tell treat. me about it. <laughs> yeah, because my brother's like when I was younger, like I was because you're the, the youngest. Mac-tot- yeah, tango? I'm the youngest of five, five of us. Oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> big age difference yeah, from yeah. all of us but my brother they both love toys so whatever new toys i got mm-hmm. i got so upset yeah you I was have like, to give it i was like mom but why do they have to take it yeah, yeah. But no. Yeah. And there's no benefit because you're the youngest, yeah, so you're yeah. like, I don't understand. Yeah. 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 I'm supposed to get I'm the golden child. Because obviously, with with watching this video, it happened in a public space, yeah. and shamedly, I'll admit, 
that initially watching this to the untrained eye it looks like just an undisciplined child and often our first reaction is just anger like Mm. the quickest way to shut it down which was that way Mm. the, the violent way are there situations some experiences you can share of situations you've been in public space a lot of pressure to try and help your daughter yeah. or your brother. I've, I found that where we used to live before, Beverly Hills, Reward, mm. that they're very, very prejudiced. They're very judgmental there. Even going to the local shopping mall there, Roselands, seeing, you know, people who are Muslim or they don't feel comfortable there. So I'd be taking Mary Rose in a double pram. You know, she's a toddler. Mm. We've just got the diagnosis. My youngest child is speaking to me and I'm talking to her. She's trying to help Mary Rose and Mary Rose sees a big, you know, advertisement and it's got the Lorax. The Lorax is performing. Oh my gosh, she's screaming because she thinks Lorax is going to come <laughs> and meet her. And I'm like, no, we're just walking past. And she's, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, rocking exactly. back and forth, kicking, screaming in the pram. And I'm waiting in a queue at a deli because, you know, we love ham. <laughs> and you got all these, you know, very European, very, you know, Anglo-Saxon people looking at you like, what is wrong with your child? Mm. There have been times where I'm like, well, no. They can deal with it because we need to get ham. And then there are times where I'm like, you know what? I'll just walk away. Mm. And they've been really hard because as a mom, I'm like, why can't I be accepted here? I'm postpartum, (laughs) four kids, husband working every day. We're like, everyone is hands on deck and you're feeling emotional. And, you know, many times I had that where I've had to take Mary Rose out or we've gone to go to a restaurant and God forbid there's a jumping castle and the other kids are like, yeah, let's Mm. go. And she's like, no. I'm like, okay, sorry guys, we've got to get in the car. We're drive through. It is yeah. like we've had to make those lifestyle changes in order to help Mary Rose, because we didn't want Mary Rose to be exposed to something that really at that time she wasn't ready, ready to for. Yeah. And how has it been hard on your other kids? Yeah, it was really hard. I think my eldest. I actually think my eldest has um, high anxiety okay. because of it and mild depression. Yeah. But because when I had scolded Mary Rose. She'd call me mum and call my, my daughter, mama. Yeah. So when I'd be like, no, you can't do it. She's like, mama. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And then my, my eldest, who was like eight at the time, she's there with this overgrown child. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, imagine oh, wow. that. Okay. Like, the kid in the, in the, in the um, video, I, I easily could be 10 or 11. My daughter was younger than that and nursing her sibling mm. and going, okay, it's okay, it's okay. And even nights where she'd have to sleep with her and I'd be like, okay, yeah. I'm sorry, mama. Kathy will want to go to her grandparents' house. My younger one would scream, no, just separation anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. My parents are like, I'm sorry, Kathy. She's like, but I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't get back yeah. to her. I'm not even the mom. <laughs> Child, please, please. And then my dad would be like, it's okay. Here's, here's $20. <laughs> and then, you know, it's like, 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 like spare about the 20 I know, I know. She's just like, thank you, but I don't know. You know what I mean? The real life, yeah. and even yeah. to this day, Kathy still can't go places because Mary Rose will get upset. Yeah. Mm. And that's hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm the mum. And my husband's like, no, she has to learn. I was like, no, hold on a second. We've got for the life of one, you've got to sacrifice the life of another. Mm. It's like that movie, My Sister's Keeper. Yeah. Yeah. So meeting Tango today is like encouraging. Tango, as a sibling, what was it Mm. like for you? Especially having not just a lot of times it's people with younger siblings. Yours were your two older older brothers. brothers. Um, When I was younger, I didn't like, I honestly didn't understand like my brothers, Mm. um, why they were behaving a certain way and acting out as well 
And I sometimes thought that my brothers hated me yeah. just because they would like push me or my mum would always tell me, don't hit them. Yeah. Because like, I got so frustrated with why I didn't understand why they were hitting mm. me and stuff. Mm. Like, again, my parents can hit me. Sorry, they are verbally <laughs> confirming. <laughs> they are verbally oh, confirming. It's my sister. I had to mandatory rule. I know. It's alright, I'm over 21. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah, it's just like, I honestly thought my brothers hated me. Mm. But then when my parents and my siblings, especially my sister, because she was the one that explained it more to me as well, why they were acting like this. Mm-hmm. And then I finally accepted it because that's who they are. Yeah. That's how they were born. I can't change anything. Yeah. I mean, all we can do is just, you know, develop yeah. more for them. Growing up with the with two brothers, it was hard because it was kind of hard to make friends as well at school because people don't understand. Like, people will invite me, like, my friends and stuff will invite me to go out. And I'll be like, oh, no, sorry, I've got a family event or something. But I didn't want to say, or I have two disabled brothers. I was embarrassed. I don't know how people would react if I mm. said I have two brothers who have autism. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just stayed to myself. So I still, to this day, still suffer from depression and everything mm. and have a lot of anxiety yeah. as well sometimes. But I just feel like my brother's a big blessing towards yeah. me. Like, because I can accept like people around me who mm. are different mm. and it's just the best feeling yeah. yeah what are some of the great things that you see in them or that they've been able to bless your life with um mary rose has taught me persistence mm. she she never gives up yeah and i think the times when she was non-verbal and she'd still want something from us and even if someone you know backhanded her like oh i don't know what she wants you know and just brush it off yeah. she'd still come again she, she's very persistent. Mm-hmm. And I think if she didn't have that trait, it would be really hard. Now she's speaking. She sees a speechy and an occupational therapist, a music therapist. She goes to a, a support unit with other kids who are mm-hmm. like her. Mm-hmm. The drive that she has to really perfect something. Mm-hmm. My, my other normal kids, they give up. They're like, oh, I can't do this. But for her, it's like slow and steady. Yeah, it's really focused mm-hmm. and narrowed in. And you're going to go far someday. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and we keep saying because she's on NDIS, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so my mum, who's a uh, nurse, mm-hmm. and she works with disabled kids, yeah. my mum, okay. as a support carer. Yeah. So I pay my mum too. That's and it's awesome. all above board yeah. to yeah. come and look after Mary Rose. That's a clarification. Yeah. Yeah. It's all <laughs> on board. <laughs> all right, all we, we board. report everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, I pay her to look after Mary Rose. Yeah. And my parents have this running joke. They're like, eh, when, um, when they come over in the morning to do school drop-offs, because mm-hmm. hubby and I are off to work, and the other two kids who are there with Mary Rose are like, oh, can you brush my hair? And my mom's like, brush your hair. You don't pay me to brush your hair. You're not paying me. Mary Rose is the one who's rich here. She's paying Nona, okay? Legit, man. Mary Rose has the Leahona pants. And everyone else is all pissed out. Legit. Like, you know, and even my dad, you know, he'd be like, no. You make your own breakfast, JJ. Uh, you're not paying us to be here. <laughs> Mary Rose. And then you're like, oh, come on. You know? You're still my grandpa. You're still my grandma. You know, like, it's, 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 it's taken a while yeah, for yeah. them to come to yeah. accept yeah. it. Yeah. And to say, oh, man, one, why don't you go for housing? Because Mary Rose and the ice, I'm like, Dad, we're fine. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're working. We're yeah, working. We're working. Like, there are people yeah. who really need the housing. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> You know, just small things. Yeah. Just seeing them smile and just be happy and just 
being themselves is the best like happiness for me do you feel yeah. like um as a pacific community that we actually have an understanding of people on the spectrum or autism yeah i think yeah. we we see disability mm-hmm. but with autism you can't see it no. Mm. No. like you'd look at mary rose and you think like oh hi and then she doesn't look at you and you're like oh how disrespectful <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you know there's been times like that where we've gone to places and people are like coming to say hi to the kids you yeah. know and she doesn't respond and they're like looking at me like are you gonna get your child <laughs> acknowledge me like acknowledge me you know and i'm like mary rose and i literally have to move her face yeah. i'm like look yeah say hello she's like hi you know it's a very like hi or is it or is it like tango's brother the fake indicator yeah. is it because they're fake the feelings the feelings is, like, is she really trying to tell yeah. you this person's yeah. fake don't talk to them see kids yeah. with downs or you see cerebral yeah, palsy yeah, yeah. you see physical it's obvious, yeah, it's physical. It's obvious mm-hmm. but not autism autism no. is yeah. neurological you mm-hmm. can't see it it's yeah. right there there are kids i think there are a lot of kids who walk around mis- misdiagnosed or even yeah. undiagnosed yeah. yeah where their kids are going to school and they're not you know processing the the material mm-hmm. and teachers are you know again from me working in a school teachers are saying to the parents well we've had to make this adjustment for your child we've had to add another person like a support learner and we've had mm-hmm. to make this adjustment do you think or to put it to the parents the parents are like no my child couldn't be on the spectrum it's fine they're yeah. healthy yeah. They're, it's like the and that's what I, yeah and that's what yeah. i thought too i'm mary rose i was like yeah. no okay she's fine she's fine and my family were like no look at your six month old she's speaking in tongan yeah. Yeah. look at your you know already one and a half, half almost two yeah. and she's not speaking at all mm. i think yes we do have an awareness yeah. of things we see mm-hmm. But not of the things that we don't see. I mean, we can throw even mental health in there. Yeah. People can look fine on the outside. Mm-hmm. We are really, aware. Yeah. Life is hard. We're aware. People mm. are struggling. But do we really, really go beyond awareness and understand? Mm-hmm. Because to know something is there, yeah. but then to understand it mm-hmm. is two different things. And to accept it. Correct. Yeah, yeah and to accept mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. In a society that is accepting mm-hmm. of autism or mental health what would that look like to you if you want to frame and reference the uh, video how would that situation have played out had we an understanding of that or an acceptance i think with that it's just like you need to instead of just jumping into conclusion with like the whole video with like the whole series that happened there take a step back okay yeah yeah, okay child is like really out of control but first take a step back first Mm. Review that child first mm. and then go up and proceed and look, talk to him instead of jumping to the conclusion, ha, 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 you're, you know, crackhead and all this stuff yeah. because you're just making the situation even more worse. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. It ended up on social media yeah. and it got a lot of people really angry, mm. especially myself and also for yeah. you as well. Yeah. I just want to educate people mm. as well to understand. And so once they understand, then they can accept, oh, it's true. There is autism. There yeah. is a disability. Mm-hmm. You know? I know that as a people, a lot of the time we get very defensive and protective. And so I think sometimes when people see someone as being critical of, say, you see someone hit a child, you're like, hey, you shouldn't do that. People are like, no, my parents hit me. It's fine yeah. and all this yeah. stuff. But I think it's the understanding of our parents did the best they could and there is another way. Yeah, yeah. Violence isn't always the answer. There is another way. And it could be a better, um, healthier way to discipline and, and teach your children. That is one thing that I thought of as well. Yeah. What if that kid was a Pacifica kid? Yeah. 
Would he have ragdolled that kid? Mm. I don't think so. Because the dad would have come. Because he would have had someone to answer to. would have come. Exactly, exactly. I mean, how can we as a people justify that touching a kid of another nationality yeah. is okay, but mm. God forbid, had that been a Tongan kid? If the man was yeah. Balangan, yeah. the kid Come was on Tongan. now, tell me. Tell, yeah. I'm telling you without yeah. a doubt yeah. for yeah. sure. They would have never touched that child. <laughs> yeah. They would have been like, come here, sit down, yeah. you want to eat? Yeah. They would have been there flashing their key yeah. cards, you know, cash, yeah. <laughs> yeah, happy meal on us. Happy meal on us. Yeah, PayPal. Happy meal on us, you know? Like, I really, I, I took a moment, you know, days after it, sitting mm. inside a police station. Here I am trying to report this and make sure yeah. that it's going to the right place and thinking to myself, man, regardless. So when are we as a people going to identify that we are more than just our nationality mm. before anything we're human mm-hmm. where did the humanity get lost yeah we're in australia <laughs> we're trying to imply you know cultures and things that are in another country mm. in a country that is foreign to that yeah mm-hmm. you know where where did that cross culture think mm. where did we go around thinking nah this happened to me you'll be fine mm. yeah. That's, no, who, who has that audacity to even step you know uh, no seriously I think one of the other things that I that I saw in the comments, which was somewhat like a trend, was when people were saying, where are the parents? Mm-hmm. And listening to your stories and listening to how you guys live with your loved ones, mm-hmm. what is it like when you see comments like that? And ha- then them people not understanding the nuances of having a loved one with um, mm-hmm. autism. To me, it feels like a slap in the face, like saying, oh, where's the parents? Like, where's the guardian? It's like saying, oh, your parents are not good enough. They're not mm. doing their job yeah. mm. sort of thing. And you're just like, wait, hold on. You don't even know what my parents yeah. have to yeah. deal with. Mm. You don't have to, like, you don't know the struggles, yeah. you know? Yep. I feel sorry for my parents because they have to deal with the fact that they have two childs with yeah. autism. Yep. And of course, autism kids, they run away. Yeah. It's normal. At a young age, they run away yeah. like that. Even my brothers ran away as well. Mm. Parents have so much things on their minds that mm. they need to take care of as well. That's why I just wish people could understand that. Because mm. yeah. I'm pretty sure your parents were exactly the same when mm. they were struggling and they had to look after you guys. Like, So why can't you also think like that? Mm. Yeah, I think for me it was more like, well, where did that come from? Mm. Why do we need a parent to be, yes, the child is unaccompanied. So why didn't they ask, well, who's with the child? Not mm. just for the parent. Mm. Yeah. Like, And that comes from that Pacifica yeah. That, that's our culture. Mm. That's our identity. We're asking questions that are unique to us, mm. to our people, but not um, a Caucasian child who's, mm. you know, left running rampant in a McDonald's. Mm. And again, setting that expectation, okay, well, his parents should have been there. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, if you are, if you are asking where are his parents, well, why then did you feel after asking that and didn't get a response that you step into, into the, the role mm. of the parent or the guardian who has the legal right to do something about that child. When I think of what Silla was saying before, yes, on the video, it looks like there were no parents or they, they weren't accompanied by someone, but at the same time, they're still a child at the yeah, end of the day. absolutely. He's still a, a minor. Mm. And that guy, like, oh man, his parents' prayers must be going somewhere. See, again, making reference <laughs> to parents. Because if that John was, you know, yeah, John 316. I hope you like, change you your know, bio. Yeah. 
I hope you change your bio, mate. He just, he just finished the Daniel fast and then went to Macca's and got angry. Like, you know, don't understand. Or so like a, Yeah, had that kid died, would he yeah. ever forgive himself? I just want to read this quote. Yeah. And so I can't, I didn't write the person who wrote it, so I apologise. If you did write it, please take the credit. I will look it up again as well. But it says, we've probably seen the bumper stickers, Facebook posts, and the t-shirts calling for autism awareness. But parents of children on the autism spectrum continually insist our society is aware of autism. It's autism acceptance that we need. Those stats show that the numbers of children being diagnosed with autism is increasing. Our society still treats autistic individuals and their families as social barriers. So the question is, what Mm. can we do better as a community you, Tango, having mm. two brothers, and yeah. you, Nehemiah, having a daughter. What can we do better? Seeing that video, I we, I don't want it to happen again. Yeah. So what can we do better as a community to help support people who are on the spectrum, as well as families who have loved ones on the spectrum? Mm. I just want people to do their research. Like, sorry. Well, English. <laughs> <laughs> research. Okay, we can't cut that out. of their research. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo. Embarrassing. <laughs> Well, she's gonna be like, I told you, don't be fresh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm keeping it though. I'm keep it. I'm gonna leave it in. Yeah. No, so wishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want people to do their research and just educate themselves more about it. Mm. And especially if you know that you have family members, or like, which I've seen in the comments where people are saying they have family members who have autism, but they're not. But they need to understand, like. There is different types of yeah. autism on the mm. like spectrum. Mm-hmm. So I understand maybe your relatives and stuff is completely normal and have like a minor of autism. But remember, there's also yeah. other kids mm. who are way severe. severe. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Well, how can we get, how can we change a behavior? Where did the behavior come from? Mm. It came from the way that they live. Well, what's their lifestyle? What's their background? Mm. And all these things come down to their identity. It's who we are as people. And I think if we, as a people, what you value, so if I value my family, if I value others, if I value living in Australia, live that out. Mm. Treat every person the way you would want to be treated. Mm. Do that. Because that in itself could have changed the situation Mm. 100%. There was eight islanders Mm. and one small kid. Two big grown-ass men. Where were the other girls? Where was the cameraman? Mm. Each of them had an opportunity to make a decision that would have changed the entire way it panned out. Mm. And that comes down to, why didn't I? Mm. Am I treating other people the way I want to be treated? Um, is, is who I am? Is who I say I am? Pray God first. Pray, mm. pray hands, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, hashtag come to my youth. Like, you know, come to my youth. <laughs> we'll show you how we lay hands on each other. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, you know. Sing Kumbaya and then we'll <laughs> slam you down WWE. Like, we'll take you to Macca's. Like, you know, like, come, come, be real with who you are. Yeah. Be real, yeah. be real. Don't don't say or something and yeah. then not do it. I'm not saying be perfect. Yeah. I'm saying be real. Had somebody had just 1% of humility and grace to turn around and say, actually, hold on a minute. It's not our child, you know. Yeah. This is still a, a, a living at a person. Yeah. Let's hold on a second. That's okay. You know, is there anything else you guys want to share or talk about? No, I think this is really fantastic. Thank you guys for creating and, you know, thank you guys so much for coming on. No, like (laughs) this is really cool. And I think it's, it's places like this platforms like this that are 
create an environment for people to learn. Hmm. If you do, if we didn't have this, how are we going to learn? Exactly. Yeah. We're going to, you know, let a 10 second TikTok yeah. teach us how to <laughs> teach our kids. No, it's <laughs> these places where you have real conversations yeah. with real people. And I think I applaud you guys for that. So thank, thank you. That was so good. Thank you guys thank so you. much. Thank you guys both for coming thank you. on. Thank you so much. Well, that's another episode. Thank you, Neil May and Tango for joining us today. <laughs> I'm Sefa. I'm Sila. And I am the one and only, the songstress sisters, which is much of the generation, representing Samoa and Australia. And we are ending off with singing the national anthem. Okay, which one? Australia. <laughs> and that's that. Lamar. Thank you, bye. In the bass instead of a soprano. I'm a female. I don't know any I don't even know the rest of the anthems. <laughs>